You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 206. Today's hashtag biz tip Friday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast is all about upping your IG story game. So stay tuned. I'm James Wedmore, and after building a multiple seven-figure internet business around my content expertise, I became obsessed about transforming the struggling course creator, coach, and author into the inner-driven digital CEO. In this segment, we'll explore specific actionable strategies that you can deploy today to get you paid. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast, Biz Tip Friday edition. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning in to a special Friday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. It's the hashtag Biz Tip Friday edition, and today is a very special edition because I have a guest, Mr. Ryan Say. Ryan, how's it going? It's going very well. Thank you, James. So for those of you who don't know Ryan, he is the man behind the man. He is the creator, the videographer, the co-visionary with me behind basically almost every video that we do. If you watch our free series, which people said was just like the best series, and we're just going to like sit here on this episode and toot our own horns. The best series anyone's ever seen in their lives is better than The Godfather and uh, Star Wars Back to the Future. And Back to the Future combined. I yeah. think that's what everyone said. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here's... And, and they'd be right. Here's... Yeah, and they would be right. Well, here's your guy. Uh, he's here. He's a brilliant mind and extremely creative. And if you have been following me on Instagram, then you've probably noticed a bit of a facelift on my Instagram stories. In fact, like the feedback, the comments, the responses, even on Facebook, like people are texting me, they're, they're creating posts they're like, have you seen James's stories? They're on fire. And that's really awesome. And so it's very exciting. Like the number of views on my stories has gone up the engagement's off the hook, and we wanted to do an episode here today on some really cool tips and tricks that you can use to up your story game, because, well, actually, you know, Ryan, why don't we start there? Like, why, for someone who's a business owner, an entrepreneur, maybe they have a personal brand, they're selling stuffs on the internet, why should they be really looking at Instagram stories specifically right now? Well, at the moment, we've seen like a huge rise in vertical video and you know, that's an Instagram stories. Well, Snapchat kind of paved the way for that. And then Instagram came along and just stole Snapchat's vibe and just took and just yeah. called it stories. You know, me and my buddies, we're seeing like a huge amount of people just watching stories rather than actually going to the newsfeed. So we were looking at ways in terms. And you mean the Instagram newsfeed? Instagram newsfeed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I personally, I don't really look through that too much anymore. I'm more of a stories fan. I'll just watch people's stories because mm -hmm. it's just quicker, easier. And it's just, just what I like to do. So I figure, well, if I like doing it, there's probably like a million other people in the world that like doing that as well. Probably so more than a million. Yeah. Probably more. Maybe three. But you also said something to me yesterday that stuck out that the vertical view, which remember back in the day, that was like a no-no. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, no, no, it's 16 by nine horizontal. Don't film vertically. And now it's been this like, well, wait a second. And something you told me yesterday was that the vertical view really creates much more like transparency. 
Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, you can call it transparency, but I think what it what it really creates is more of an engaging feel to your audience. Because yeah. I know there's a whole bunch of purists out there that say like, you know, video should be horizontal because it, you know that's how your eyes are and you can see like a night over a white nice wide spectrum. But if you think about it now, when you speak to someone on FaceTime, which way around do you hold it? It's mm-hmm. you know generally phone you know vertical on the phone, and so I feel that. Uh, if you're doing stuff like vlogging or talking to your audience, vertical is just so much more engaging because you lose all that peripheral vision, you know, that you get in horizontal. So I think you get much more, yeah, you, you get more engaged with your audience. Yeah. And do you think, do you feel like there's anything else that stories offers us as creators that can't really be found on any other platform? Well, I think you can find it on other platforms. If you're a Snapchat user, obviously, I, don't, I think probably most of your audience aren't these days because it's you know generally for the kids. But you can, you can find it on other platforms. And I know that now you can actually push your stories forward to Facebook. Um, so it's just all completely automatic. But what I think you're really getting is just that engagement. And I don't think you can get that anywhere else because so many more people are using Instagram now. And it's just, it's a growing platform that just more and more people, especially in the entrepreneur online business world are using on a daily basis. I I mean, literally daily. I saw the funniest meme the other day and it was like, I've done some crazy regrettable things in my life. But I've never posted a story to Facebook. <laughs> Why do you think that's not taking off? I think at the moment it's because there's just a massive backlash on Facebook. Mm. Uh, I, there's, there's a bunch of people you know, our age, sort of the mid to late 30s and, and below, that are just like, I'm not using Facebook anymore because it's not cool. And like, you know, everyone's parents are on there now. And there's this, yeah, it's just a backlash. Yeah. And so Instagram is like, you know, the second best place to be because it's not where your parents are on, on Facebook and it's not Snapchat, which is just, I, God knows where that is now and what mm-hmm. that's doing, you know, unless you're 15, I, I, don't, think, I don't really get it. So with Facebook, it's people are reluctant at the moment to push stories forward to Facebook. But I didn't see any problem with it because like we were talking about the other day, it's like, you know, people can say all they want. They don't want to be on Facebook. But, you know, when you're doing ads on Facebook, you're just making a killing. I mean, you know, your last launch just did super well. And what did you use? Facebook ads. Facebook ads. And, And we always get to the end of the launch and we're like, why didn't we spend more on Facebook ads? You know, and we've had that. We've actually had that problem where we, they've said, sorry, you've spent the max amount of money that you can spend with us. Like, could you imagine if you like went to the mall or your favorite department store and they're like, sorry, you're not allowed to buy anything else from us because you've spent too much money here. <laughs> you've had that happen. We've had that happen. <laughs> we were spending $5,000 a day and they're like, no, that's your limit right now. And uh, we actually had to go talk to a rep and they can raise that bar. It's just, it's kind of like a safety limit or safety yeah. measure in case like, like you, I don't know, default on a credit card and you're not good for it or something. Okay. So yeah, for me personally, like one of the things I love about stories and it's kind of just to reiterate what you're saying, but just from my own personal perspective is how much of a behind the scenes it feels like to your life and your business. And one of the things that becomes relevant for me is when we talk about how important lifestyle is and freedom and creating that, you know, business by design it's really an opportunity to like show people what that looks like. And when you can do that in a story form, you're teaching in another way. You know, people are naturally drawn to stories, just the general idea of a story, storytelling. And now we're kind of telling a different story on Instagram stories that we don't tell anywhere else. Like normally if I'm creating content like for the podcast or for 
YouTube or a post on Facebook, it's like content, how to and training. And on Instagram stories, it's like, here's what life looks like when you follow that content. Here's what life looks like when you follow those principles and philosophies. It's been like, I've been loving it. You know, I, I find it like, you know, half my stories are like, here's a sunset. Here's me going surfing. Here's the sunrise, sunset, surfing. But still, it shows that behind the scenes look. So I'm a huge fan of it. And obviously, like one of the big perks is that it's so quick and easy. Now, to go deeper with and why I have Ryan here is if you have been paying attention to our stories, they really did get a facelift. They look a lot different. And one of the things that Ryan does so differently and so well, he's actually editing the stories before he uploads them. Can you go in a little bit more into why you do that and try and convince us like why we should even consider doing that a little bit for our stories okay well for starters i don't know if you've ever looked at someone's you know when you you go to someone's story and you see all those little white dashes at the top yes and there are certain people where you you look at that and there are so many dashes it looks like one big white line i don't know about you but i tend to just swipe through that because i just you know stories is all about you know small bite-sized chunks of content mm-hmm. and you know if they've got that much on there you're looking at like well, why didn't you just put that on youtube why didn't you put that on igtv or why didn't you put that somewhere else because you know i might be you know i mean i'm in the uk so obviously most of you guys drive over here but like you know when you're on the bus or on the train you're just commuting to work you just want these small little bits of like oh that's what they're doing that's what they're doing and when i see that big line i'm like no i haven't got time for that right now i want to see what you know just a couple of you know 15 20 seconds or maybe a minute of what that person's doing so what we do or what i do right now is i'm pre-recording stories and then cutting them down so you can have like five or six cuts within the 15 second limit that's really simple and really massive what ryan just shared so basically what people are doing is they're looking at one scene as a single story And I see this, you know, like that's what I've done and I've learned to like cut that down. But like, okay, here's me eating lunch and that becomes a 15 second scene. And then if you want to start adding more of those throughout the day, you get into compromising, turning those dashes into dots. And so every new story that you create, it really jeopardizes that. And what Ryan's saying is with one extra added step, you could take four to six of those scenes and put it into one dash. And you actually are using your phone for a lot of these. So, you know, you can go, we've actually shown you guys both on my account, how you can use a camera if you want to get really fancy or how you can just use your iPhone. But how Ryan is actually editing these together. So he's editing a 15 second video, basically natively in an iPhone app and then uploading it to stories. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Now, of course, the big argument is like, nobody got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. What do, you, what do you say to that? Okay, well, I guess it depends really. It, you, you've got to think about your audience and you've got to think about you and you've got to think about how you want to spend your day doing these things. Yeah. Now, you know, what I do, we, you know, because I love making stories and I love doing it and I do it for myself, I do it for other people. I like to spend the time making them look awesome because that's what I do. But if I was running a business, I might not want to spend my time Mm -hmm. doing that. So there are ways you can get around that in terms of like, I add music, I do all these fast, fancy cuts. You don't need to do that. It's just like, for example, if you have that, you're doing it natively in Instagram. A lot of people, they have this tendency to go, oh, look, I'm at a sunset and they will use the whole 15 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah. And 
to be honest, if you're showing me a view, it's two seconds max. Yeah. So what this does is it basically what you can do is you can use that two seconds, shoot it natively on your iPhone, you know, get the two seconds of the sunset. Then you can turn the phone back on yourself and go, here I am in Laguna Beach. I'm loving this sunset. It just makes me feel x y and z and then you can cut back to oh and i'm here with my buddy and then you've got three little stories right there and then what you do is you just put them together in the app and then it will come to 15 seconds and then you upload it and then that's just one like 15 second story and can you share one of the apps you're using on the phone to just put the splice these together well i was using an app called splice which mm -hmm. is it's made by gopro i think you can get it on ios on apple but i'm not sure if you can get it on android but now what i'm using adobe have just brought out this new sort of simple to use editing software which goes on the desktop and it also goes on the iphone that's called adobe rush adobe rush i just downloaded that too and i'm really excited to get into that but yeah that's a big mistake we both see in fact that's like an editing 101 lesson mm. is that most people are staying on the shot for far too long in fact there's uh, we'll probably put it on our highlights because the story will expire by the time this episode goes live but there's a funny name badge thing that i have on my desk that says i'm ceo hopefully we'll bleep that out. It's funny. Okay. It's funny. But what I noticed is Ryan put together a little video for us on my stories and he cuts to that for maybe a fraction of a second, like maybe 0.5 of a second. And that's all you need in your mind to see it and read it. Like you don't need to stare at that for like seven seconds. And so there's a huge lesson, whether you decide to edit your stories or you're just going to use the like whatever it's called, where you create your stories natively in the Instagram app. That's a huge thing I'm seeing is people are staying way too long on something that you don't need to. Well, I think it, I, mean, cause I'm, I know a lot of your audience, but like, I don't want to use another app. I don't want to have to do that. But yeah. I think there's, there's two ways around that, right? Mm -hmm. So one way is that you can just do everything natively with your camera phone. And then if you're the kind of person or you have the team, like you have a VA, yeah. you can just send them all these little chunks of video I've done through the day just send it to them they'll put it together and yes it won't be live and but you can always put it for the next day yeah or you can put it later on that day and that's the great thing about that is that you don't have to do it live you know if you've got a good audience they'll be watching and if they're a day behind who you know and by live them. he means like real time like as yeah, soon like as you made time, it yeah. it's got to go up like we have stuff that we're putting up today that we filmed yesterday and it's like Big deal. It's not the end of the world. But what I'm really loving about this style is that it's, it's, you get to go all in depending on how much you want to go all in. Like some people could be looking at our stories right now and be like, oh my gosh, like every day, seven days a week making videos like that is crazy. It's like, no, what if like once a week you had a really epic story like that and then the rest of the week it's just you and then you're adding those really nice stories to your highlights so people can always view those and they last longer. And that's what we really see ourselves doing is like, what if we do one really cool, highly produced one a week and then the rest of the week it's like more of just the raw, like uncut cut edition of stories like people are used to. But what Ryan really brings into this is the storytelling mm -hmm. and it's called IG stories for a reason. And I think most people are not actually telling a good story. Do you want to go a little deeper into helping people like think in terms of storytelling? Yeah. So yeah, for, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, I love making those stories, like the big long ones. And I know you're saying you do one, one of those once a week. You know, I might do those like once or twice a day. 
you know, when yeah. I'm on form. But I wouldn't expect most at, people. Yeah, if you're a video creator, then yeah, you'll be doing that because you just want stuff to look cool. However, if you are you're an entrepreneur, but you know, you you can't send everything to your VA. You can't do all that stuff uh, because you just don't have the time. It's not the ability. What you can do is you can use the actual native Instagram stories, but it's the way you use it, and it's creating a story arc, which you can do over you know like a minute, which is like four of the um the white the white dashes, or you can do that over maybe three stories, literally beginning, middle, and an end. And it's all about thinking about what the content that you have in the actual in each actual fifteen seconds story to tell a story throughout the day, and you don't have to have these all at the same time. And I think I was giving you an example earlier on which is basically, I don't know, say you're uh, an entrepreneur, but you also have one-to-one clients. So you might get up in the morning and go, right, today I'm going to go and see a client because you know I'm going to teach them all about manifestation. And that will literally be your first 15-second story of you walking down the street, telling people where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah. You then the second story, this could be done like 20 minutes later. And remember, you can also do these natively. You don't have to. If you want them all three to be up at the same time, but you know your actual journey is going to take an hour, then you just record them separately and then just top and tail them in the app and then just upload them straight to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or what you can do is actually do them in Instagram then just save it as opposed to adding it to your story and then it's the right length anyway. So you can do that later. So the second story you do is like, you'd, I don't know, you'd get to like your favorite coffee shop in San Francisco or wherever it is you are. And then you go, oh, I'm coming to this coffee shop because it's you know Halloween and they're doing this special pumpkin latte or whatever and that's why I love really coming here because the service is really good and then you'd add the little location tag you know and then maybe a hashtag on the story saying love pumpkin coffee or whatever it is and then that would be it and then the third story would be as you're coming up to your one-to-one client obviously you don't necessarily want to show where they are because of you know privacy and all that you'd say so I'm speaking to my client today I've just got here and because we're talking about manifestation these are like the three top tips I'm going to give him obviously I'll go a bit deeper with him but these are for you right now mm-hmm. so then what you've done is you've, you've basically over the space of three stories you've told a little stories in here's where I'm going here's what I like doing and here's the value I can add to your day yeah I love that. And I see people are just kind of doing one or the other and they're not really finishing the story. And I've noticed myself doing that where you kind of forget. You're like, everyone does it. I'm doing this thing and you kind of doesn't have a resolution. And if you just like learn the hero's journey and the, you know, what's the book, the man with a thousand faces or whatever, right? Like there's a, there's a natural story arc that always happens in every film. And anytime you leave a movie going, there's just something off with that. It was because it didn't hit one of those points in the story. And a lot of times it's like, it just didn't, end right it just there's something it just like left me hanging weird and we can really start to adopt all of this on a much simpler scale of just like hey here i am i've got a quest to go on which could be meeting with a client and i'm gonna take you on this quest with me and you're gonna get value along the way and then it's gonna be a success like ta-da and you take someone with them and then we both know more, learn more, become better people as a result of it. And if you'll watch our stories, you'll see that that's what we've been doing. It's like, Hey guys, like here's my morning routine. Here's some tips on it. And then now we're going to go do this thing. And, and like, Hey, we did this thing and this is what we learned and this is what we took away. And it's just like very simple little thing. So I love that. Yeah, I think it's critical. I think what might be a little scary for some people is you started using the Hollywood movie analogy. But I think it's really important for people to know that you do not need to make a Hollywood film. Right. You just need to think, be mindful of your little quest. Yeah. It's like these little quests that you have throughout the day. Do one in the morning, three stories in the morning, three in the afternoon, three in the evening. Mm-hmm. Or even if you just do three for that day, it's still fine. There's nothing wrong. You need to do what you do. You, know, you do you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do you. And one of the things that we're looking at is a, I'm always looking for 
metrics of measurement, success metrics, performance metrics, like anything I can do to see like, is this working? And one of the things that we're noticing right now is what we could, I don't, there's probably an official name for it, but we're just going to call it like story retention. Story retention is like what percentage of people are going from one story to the next one. And right now with the stories we're doing with Ryan, we're seeing 87 to 92% story retention, which means if someone watches 15 seconds of the first one, 87 to 92% of them are watching the next one. And you'll see like that's, these are really good numbers to pay attention to. You'll notice when you have one, two or three stories that you've strung together in a row and you go from like, let's say a hundred viewers down to like 40, like you've dropped drastically and we've got to stop and look at that and say, what happened? Why are we losing all these people? And part of that is going to come down to like, hey, if they didn't like what they saw in the first one, why would they think they're going to like what they see in the second one? There's also another sort of factor that you have to look at that. And this is all available in Insights in your Instagram app. You can look at all these stats in there. You just need to go and have a look around. Another one is there's the tap through. So you can look at a story and I believe a story is like the viewership is like basically, I think you have to watch it for like three seconds or something. I'm not exactly mm. sure on that, but I believe it's that. And then you can look at one story, you can see how many people tap through. So even if that story is 15 seconds long, they might have only watched five seconds of it and they've tapped through. So that's another thing you need to look at it means that like, say if you've got a hundred people watching that story, and 95 have tapped through, it's like they've not even bothered to watch the end of the They haven't finished it. No. So a view on there doesn't mean a completed view. I don't think so, no. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, so very, very interesting. Another thing to look at, because like that's the point, we want people to get to the end, and if you're just pointing at what you ate for lunch for 15 seconds, don't expect people to go all the way and through. And there's other things like in there, like tap back. So if you did something really awesome, you'll see that people might have tapped back because I want to watch oh, that again. Oh, that's good. So, I mean, what I've, I've done on a few occasions is you do the story and then you get right to the end of the story, like in the last 12 to 15 seconds, and you put like a little Easter egg in there or something really stupid or like this really good bit of, uh, bit of uh, value or you know information. And then the next story, cause someone's tapped through and you go, so as you just heard in that last story, and they're like, whoa, whoa, I didn't hear anything. And then oh, you have to tap back. Oh, nice. Like, cause you I just to, told you. Yeah, yeah, but you just need to, you need to be really on the ball to like yeah. get that all in the right timing. But yeah. it, it can be quite fun. It's, you know, it's all part of the game. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like a lot of people are just using stories to just talk to the camera for like, let me give like a minute of talking and then cut it up into 15 seconds. So that would really be like not making it a story. It depends on what you want to use it for. And it depends mm -hmm. who your audience are. Because again, there's no right and wrong in this. It's just like what well, works. Wanna, what works for you. Yeah. And it could be that you find that when you have a minute's worth of stories of you just splitting your story into 15 seconds, uh, you know, cut, 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 mm -hmm. that you get really good retention on that. But I can guarantee you, if you're moving around and you're just, you know, you're not just sitting like where we are, you know, across the table, just doing a normal, you know, how-to video like you would on YouTube, people are going to be more engaged. Yeah. And you, you know what it is like these days, like, you know, you look on Facebook, there's so much content so on that much. one page and people have very short attention spans. Yeah. And, and, you know, 15 seconds is a long time to get someone to watch what you're talking about without seeing some kind of cut or some kind of, oh, that's, oh, wow, that's where they are kind of mm -hmm. thing. So, and I think we've had conversations in the past about this whole idea of like jolts per second. Do you remember that? Where Yeah, I told you about that. Right. Back in the day. Back in the day where like, was it like TV, like MTV especially, like TV production companies, like this is like before Facebook, this is before our attentions were just like destroyed, our attention span, where 
they would measure a show on what jolts per second, right? Like how many times can we like change the cut, change the music, do something different, do something to reset the attention. And it's like, it's crazy high now. It's crazy high now. We were making videos back in 2013. Yeah. I think it was about 12 seconds or eight to 12 seconds, like a jolt per second. Like one jolt every 12 seconds. Yeah, so when we were making our YouTube videos, we'd have to try and make sure there's a cut or a change in pace every eight to 12 seconds. And that's a lot. That's asking a lot right there, especially yeah. of you to like go in there and. Well, yeah, I mean, it can be rough, but it's, it's, you know, especially at the beginning of your videos, it was like those first, that first, you know, minute. Uh, making YouTube videos back in the day was like it was so important to have people engaged and you know what's going on and then you can go into the content and once they're in they're in kind of thing yeah but yeah now I, I, I think it's like probably every two to three seconds mm-hmm. you know especially on stories because people will just start watching a story they'll see literally for two seconds sunset tap through yeah you know oh there's the card tap through exactly they're not even interested in what you have to say so, so you'll notice with Ryan's stories And that's kind of our final call to action is to go, if you're not following me and if you're not following Ryan, Ryan say creates. That's correct. R-Y-A-N-S-A-Y. Like I say you. Oh my God. (laughs) I say, yeah, S-A-Y. Ryan say creates. Watch both of our stories to see Ryan's style and how he's doing things. And it's just, it's far more engaging. You know, he's adding music. He's adding a few cuts. There's a little sound effects in there. There's creative angles. So that's the other thing that Ryan does is he's, He's breaking the mold of it has to be just a selfie. You'll see him do things where he like puts the camera down and films himself like coming out of a room instead of just like holding the camera as he comes out of the room. And he's telling the story from different angles and that different perspective, that different angle, that different cut is going to be so engaging. And again, like the feedback is just, just, this was like a little experiment we wanted to try. The feedback has been unbelievable. People are like chatting us up all day long on stories and Facebook book this doesn't need to be limited to just us like you guys can do it too that's the thing is it's basically it's taking the vlogging format that you see on youtube like you know the casey neistat's the you know peter mckinnon's all that kind of stuff is that it's taking that sort of vlogging everyday kind of thing and just putting it into a much tighter space as it were because that's where people's attentions are i mean to take someone out of their day and go you want to watch this like eight to ten minute youtube video that's like watching a tv show yeah you know that's like you have to invest time in that person to watch that YouTube video. And I think Instagram for me, and I was telling this earlier, is that I like to be respectful of people's time. And I think that's huge in terms of Instagram. It's like, I want to give you value. I want to entertain you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that in under 45 seconds. Yep. And, you know, you're not asking much from someone, but if they enjoy it and they get something from it, then you've won. Absolutely. And it takes very little effort. You know, if you, especially if you go with that little story arc, you know, first story, second story, third story, you know, you do that once, twice a day and you're laughing. Well, this has been awesome, Ryan. So thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, He was just at BBD live here last week. How was, how was it? I was really good apart from that Wedmore guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's so funny too, guys. Don't follow him. Do not follow him anymore. Unfollow. It was great. It was, it was, it was really Now that I threaten you. Yeah. No, no. Honestly, it really shakes up the event sort of structure. It's completely different from any other event I've ever been to. So it was really good. 
So that was awesome. Thank you for taking the time. And guys, thank you so much for listening to this hashtag biz tip Friday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. If there's one takeaway from this episode, it's to really take another look at Instagram stories and to take a look at it from a different perspective. Maybe this is a chance, like I really like what Ryan said about looking at the vlogging style video scene on YouTube and superimposing that over in stories in a shorter version, a consistent version, a higher quality version, and really create that authentic, real, transparent, and like higher quality experience on your stories, but to make sure to include that story arc. So please the best, I mean, it's probably one of the hardest things we can do as video creators is to explain what we do in an audio format. And so to really complete this episode, I do invite you to just see what we're talking about here by following some of our stories, watching of them and see the difference for yourself and then try it yourself. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend and we'll see you all next week. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.